This episode is brought to you by KG Productions for Krishna Nose. We are doing Chapter Five, Incarnation of Shri Pad Shri Vallam. Uh, this is from the Guru Charitra. The chapter describes the reincarnation of Shri Dattatreya in the Kali Yuga as Shri Pad Shri Vallam in Pithapuram as a son of Sumanta. Shri Pad Shri Vallam sets out on his divine mission as a very early age. After curing his lame and blind brother and blessing the household with endless prosperity, Siddha Yogi again referred to the curse of Durvasa Rishi on Lord Vishnu. Due to this curse, Lord Vishnu had reincarnated himself several times. Each of the incarnations subdued evil, re-established dharma, destroyed the wicked people, and helped and pro- protected the good. Like the incarnation of Vishnu in the earlier yugas, in Kali Yuga. Lord Dattatreya too had to incarnate to promote righteousness, to dispel spiritual ignorance which had overtaken the world due to the influence of Kali, and to light the lamps of wisdom among people. Lord Dattatreya was born as Sri Pad Sri Valla. The Siddha Yogi narrated about the avatar to Namadhar. Now, uh, yesterday we were, I was giving you a rough idea about how these incarnations appear. When it is a direct incarnation of the divine. When it's a it's a major incarnation, as we say, as a it's a very big avatar or a maha avatar. At that point in time, it is for a specific purpose. The purpose is to uphold the dharma and all those things. But you will find that so far there have been about nine incarnations. Sometimes people say ten, and there are more. But let us stick to nine. So these are called major incarnations. They have done major changes in the world. But now one of the avatars, who is not mentioned in this, is the Datta avatar, which is Datatra. Now Datatra's appearance is as a super guru. <laughs> he is the highest of the gurus. All right. So he is the one whom we say as the guru of the gurus. See, a sadguru is a person who is higher than a regular guru, and beyond the sadguru. Is this entity whom we call as the Tatraya? He is the guru of all the gurus put together. So he is the supreme divine knowledge himself incarnate. As an avatar, he left his home at very early age in life, and then he roamed all over. And what he did was he was just spreading the knowledge, and he became an avduta. Now the body. Uh, Datta avatar is an eternal avatar. It is not what we say as somebody who is going to be there only for a few years and then go away. No, he is an eternal avatar. He keeps on coming again and again and again and again in very very different forms. So these are small avatars, as we say. So one of the avatars of Dattatre was this avatar which we are talking about. Which we call as the Shri Pad Shri Vallam. There is a place called Pithapuram. This place is identified as Pithapuram near Kakinada in the East Godavari district of Andhra Pradesh. And at this point, place in recent time, a Dattatreya temple has been built. A Pithapuram is a place Kakinada, as they say, but the Kakinada is a place where my forefathers came from. So. So Kakinada is in Andhra Pradesh. It's a it's a town which is uh, <coughs> East Godavari district in Andhra. Now I don't know whether it is now Andhra or Simadara or somebody. I don't know what it is called though anymore Telangana or what or whatever it is. There's a place called Pithapuram on the eastern coast of southern India. There lived a pious Brahmin couple in this place. The husband's name was Appalaraju and the wife's name was Sumata. While managing the household on one hand, Sumata used to devotedly assist her husband in religious rituals. On the other, she was very hospitable and used to serve guests with great veneration. On one Amvasha, there was a shraddha ceremony in the house. All the food preparation was ready, but the priest had still to take the sacramental food. At this juncture, a sannyasi came near the back door and asked for food. How to offer food to the strange guests before the priest were fed? Was a dilemma for Sumata. On Shraddha days, to feed anyone before the priests, who symbolize and represent the departed souls, the Pitra Devtas, are fed is 
are fed is prohibited. If anyone else is fed, it is supposedly to nullify the merit and the purpose of the Shraddha ceremony. In this dilemma, Sumata looked with, with embarrassment at the face of Sanyasi. She instantaneously felt that the guest was no ordinary being. I think this is a very very common way of the divine to actually appear in most of the people's lives. You will find that he comes and he will ask for bhiksha and he will say, can you give me something? Can you give me to eat something? You will find that even in the previous story, it was the same. The divine forms, they came and they asked Anusuya for it. Now in this also, there is a form which has appeared and is asking. Now, even in the Sai Satcharitra, if you remember, there were many a times that the person came and asked for something. Now, at such point in time, Ambrisha story, if you recollect, it's the same. The thing was asked before the conclusion of the ceremony. Before you offer to these Brahmanas, you have asked for something. So that is a very big thing that needs to be overcome. Has God himself come to rest, test me, she felt. She forgot everything as to what was right and what was wrong. And she rushed to serve him food. Lo, the mendicant was Guru Dattatre himself. Dattatre was extremely pleased with Sumata for her goodness of heart and said, Mother, I am very much pleased with you. Ask for whatever boon you may wish. At this Sumata was overjoyed. In that ecstasy she spoke out, Maharaj, let the word Mother, Amma, as you address me now become true and real, as you may be born to me. This is all what I beseech you, the Lord said, so be it, and instantaneously disappeared. Uh, this is like a boon being granted to, I think the whole Mahabharat and the Bhagavata is replete with this kind of stories as well. You will find Krishna's appearance also, you will find that the, um, the appearance of Shiva, so many of these Puranas is the same. So, in course of time, Sumata became a mother. And Sri Padshi Vallabh, the incarnation of Lord Dattatre, was born to her as a son. In truth, it was not a birth by normal sense. It was a manifestation of the Lord as a child in the house. How blessed is the mother that bore the Lord as a child? The child was named Sri Pad, as advised by the priest of the place. As was the child's feet bore all the auspicious and the holy marks and signs like the conch, chakra, etc. Uh, if we have discussed before this. And most of the incarnations that are there, they are not by, born by normal methodologies. That means born from a womb, from a mother and a father who considers them to, to be something like that. Here what happens is, there is a appearance of a deity or divinity in that individual. That means the essence fills in. Essence fills in. Essence filling in can be simply translated like this. You take a bottle of water and then you put an orange essence in it. So it becomes an orange drink. Same way, if you put a cola drink in it, it becomes a cola drink, a cola powder or whatever. Same way, you will find that a pineapple flavor if it is added. So this is called flavoring or what we call also as essence. So in the spiritual sense also, the body is the body is the bottle and the water in it. That is all the tattvas that are required are present in it, including the three gunas. Everything is present in that. At that point in time, the introduction of this great being, of this essence happens. So the essence is going inside as of. So you will find that that is a point in time when something like, you know, ting happens. <laughs> you can see something like that. Happens, something happens. Magic. So Sripad's thread ceremony, that is Upanayana Sanskar, was performed at the age of seven. Just as the initiation ceremony commenced, Sripad shone like Jnana Bhaskara, that is the son of wisdom, and started reciting Vedic mantras with great mastery. All the pundits and scholars were dazed that Sripad manifested knowledge and wisdom and bowed down to him. Again, another way of recognizing is the spouting of knowledge without any indication of it being there. Normally in our material world, whatever that we learn from our school and college, we have learnt it over there and then we can recite it, we can say those words, we can keep on talking about it. But the divine knowledge has nothing to do with that. How does the divine knowledge come? There is no way of 
that there is an embedded software somewhere and it's going to come out and the cd is going to play or something nothing like that is ever going to happen it's a knowledge which is coming from the divine it is coming beyond the five bodies and this knowledge is spouting is literally coming out like a fountain it's a fountain of knowledge that is the reason why they are vedic scholars right from that particular point in time so the the individual before that may not show any signs no signs of the knowledge being there the person is just there like a very normal human being more like a vegetable for that matter he is just doing his normal duties doing this doing that like that. but suddenly out of the blues he starts spouting fantastic vedic knowledge when shri pad attained marriageable age and his parents had found a suitable match for him they told him about it shri pad smilingly said renunciation alone is my companion in life and every woman in the world is none else but my mother so vairagya had already said in that young person as he said that the vairagya stri that is yoga stri would be his life companion he came to be known as shri vallabh that is shri pad shri vallabh shri pad further said my mission is to go out into the world to give to give initiation to and guide the sadhus saying thus he sought permission from his parents to take sanyasa and leave the home but it was too much for the parents to give their consent how could they forego such a son the situation was all the more poignant because among the other two children that had one was dumb and deaf and the other was blind both were invalids and mentally retarded so there were three children and two of them were suffering from certain kind of problems in their physical world if shripad shrivallab forsook them who would look after them in the old age what would be the plight of the family that was the anxiety and anguish of the parents this is basically like a, a blackmail a blackmail <laughs> appears appears like if you don't do this you will not be able to go if you remember literally everybody who is there in the spiritual is at a gun point you have you have a gun point on your head you have to do this you cannot leave and go where are you leaving and going sir you are not leaving anywhere and you are not going anywhere actually today my entire blog is written and ready on this subject only but i have not posted it because there is some edit to be done so think about it there is nothing like going away huh? by the way i think about it you think knowledge is found in some tree in some himalayas or what or moses is going to go to some mountain and find some plates over there there nothing like that happening okay there is no burning bush somewhere and that some knowledge is going to come to you or something like that nothing is like that going to happen knowledge is inside of you everything is inside of knowledge does not mean knowledge 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 means this divine thing is inside of you as we call you know he was also called gnana bhaskara so i say where the knowledge is inside of you you can go to whichever mountain you want you can go to whichever jungle you want still that knowledge is not going to be found in that place okay and there is no button that you got to go and push over there cholo i have to climb mount everest top of everest there is one button i have to push and come down then i will be knowledgeable aisa bhi nahi hai there is nothing like that what happens is knowledge is inside of every individual you require basically an individual who is already past that knowledge to come and initiate you or put you on to the path that is what shri pad shri vallabh is going to do isn't that what he told his father he told his father see i have come in this world so that i can initiate other people so initiating other people is what his job was if you recollect i told you there are two jobs one is to put dharma back onto the track isn't it and the second one is to put people right on to their true calling which is basically what he is going to do only two things that they are supposed to do so one is swadharma and the other one is dharma no other world is applicable to them they have not come over here to become politicians or something like that and if some politician thinks that he is a great uh, guru or something like that that is absolutely nonsense because no politician who is a full rajasic person or a tamasic person can ever become a saint or a sage it's not possible like that now 
what happens is this particular thing which is like going to one place for the purpose of renunciation is not a done thing in kali yuga in the kali yuga you have to be renounced there itself where you are where you are staying where you are there only renunciation happens renunciation means why are you having so many desires come on you may have a bmw okay now you want a rolls royce <laughs> what kind of desire is that already you are having a fancy car and now you want a rolls royce for what i mean where are you going to go chalo hum log hai na sabji lane ke liye rolls royce nikalenge imagine somebody talking like that or let us go to walmart to with a rolls royce walmart with a rolls royce how stupid can that be i mean you can just go right here around the corner and get something over there why do you need a fancy car you just take a dump dump truck or something like that because you are going to carry some big big stuff from walmart isn't it and the cheaper the better <laughs> so and imagine a person who is buying a rolls royce why does he have to go to walmart okay so the idea is these desires are there you have this so you want that renunciation removes all kinds of desires you don't have any desires in this world yet you may have everything in the world having it is one you know when you have certain thing let me put it this way when you have a certain thing you are so much bothered about it of losing it isn't it you have suppose you have a million dollars somewhere in your in your house you were not going to sleep <laughs> you are not going to sleep the million dollars and you you will be full night awake looking at those million dollars so it is like that think about it there is a very beautiful movie in the past uh, yeah uh, it is called ghost i don't know whether you all have seen it is a wonderful movie called ghost now in that movie there is this whoopi goldberg okay <laughs> now whoopi goldberg gets a 4 billion dollar check <laughs> she gets a 4 billion dollar check from the bank and and the ghost that is uh, Pat- patrick swazi he says you know now you have to put this check in these ladies who are there from the church charitable. the charitable organization and she doesn't want to put that <laughs> she doesn't want to put that check so you know that that nun who is there she is taking the check she has not the nun has not seen the check she is just taking that she thinks it's a paper or something like that so she is taking and hope is not allowing the check to go away from her hand she is pulling it so hard finally patrick says no give it to her and finally she has to let it go and then the nun looks at the figure 4 billion dollars and fades over there <laughs> so it is like that you know it's like a 4 million dollar check in your hand and you don't know what you are going to do so how many desires come up i want to do this i want to do that i want to do that so this removing these desires is important you may have 4 million dollars in your hand yet it doesn't make a difference to you a million dollars in 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 stacks you know cash still doesn't make a difference see i'm saying dollars because you people are dollar people and, and, and campaigns are in dollars nowadays isn't it so i am saying dollars <laughs> but you can say indian rupees also so what happens you have got a stack of rupees you don't know what to do it's exactly the point or you have a desire a desire to maybe own houses or uh, you know properties i mean today when i i was reading an article and i was shocked of my you know uh, there is this person who was uh, once the md of a very big company shibulal you know infosys he owns 700 flats plus 700 flats in seattle i got a shock of my life are kitna jagah mein tangri rakhega sir rakh bhi nahi sakte aadmi ko kafan chahiye khali 6 by 3 ka usse zyada kuch nahi और उतना भी है ना आजकल अगर बर्न करोगे तो वो भी नहीं लगता एक छोटा सा डब्बी में डाल के तुमको लेके जाएंगे यू नो दैट अस्थी या लिटिल या थ्री इडियट्स एंड दैट शाहरुख खान फिल्म ऑल्सो दादाजी 
सचिन का छक्का यू नो चेन्नई एक्सप्रेस सो यू कैन थिंक अबाउट इट दैट इज ऑल दैट यू नीड बट वाई डू यू नीड ऑल दिस फैंसी स्टफ यू डोंट नीड यू एब्सोल्यूटली डोंट नीड सो टू रिमूव द डिजायर इज रिनाउंसिएशन यू कैन बी स्टेइंग वेयर यू आर and yet not having these desires you know this wonderful desire i want this i want that i want that i want that why you want what are you going to do with it you are going to do nothing with it at the end somebody is going to cut off your like this and take away you don't even know that yeah they cut off your head for anything nowadays so what do you think for this little thing also they will not so this is what is called renunciation in today's kaliyuga okay and not the type of renunciation like you shaving your head okay you want to become a takla i don't mind but i mean you want to do something like you know brazil karke yahan likhne ka rahega to baat alag hai lekin otherwise what you want to do with your shaved head wearing orange clothes that is not renunciation it is no way renunciation simply put like this people go for the purpose of renunciation to some some place you know himalaya this place that place and when they come down they become yoga masters om and they will do yoga all kind of yoga sans i mean is that the reason why you had gone there for renunciation my charges are 5000 dollars for an entire course 2000 dollars for a two month and 1000 dollars for some 10 days which one you want to i think about it you are going to the himalayas as a renunciate and you are coming back as what bank balances with bank balances again so when they go they are hooked you know no money when they come down they want to make millions by putting up yoga schools and all that or otherwise they uh, second thing that they do curing centers what are called holistic centers i don't know what healing centers holistic what healing centers you are talking about i don't know uh, you know healing centers holistic uh, there is a very beautiful video you should see is there um, it's about this um, uh, what is that dr oz pari has put it up oz o z oz mehmet oz you can google it and see and this person comes up with such magical cures magical cures and 720 programs in one year tv shows I mean, I think I, I really I, I would be happy to be in issues, you know. Seven hundred and twenty programs, even ten thousand dollar per program, both will be up for you. What do you say? Your whole company will be crushed. So, so it is like that. There is nothing like that. Yet people will go up the mountain and come down as curative properties. You know, a few days ago I met somebody who says, "Oh." my great uh, guruji he went to the mountain and he came down and now he can see white light coming from top of your head white light coming from top of your head i don't have any white light on top of my head and yes you have to pay about uh, 10000 rupees for the part 3 course and 1 lakh rupees for the part 4 course and then you can cure people sitting in india you can cure people in tokyo also acha mere ko khud ko malum nahi tha wo sab बट वो भी आता है उनको वो हिमालय को जाने के बाद आता है सो इफ समबडी टेल्स यू ऑल दिस थिंग्स नो गोइंग एंड रिनंसिएशन मींस दिस एंड कमिंग बैक फॉर क्योर्स एंड समथिंग लाइक दैट आई थिंक दे आर ऑल बुलशिटिंग वी शुड नेवर गेट इनटू ऑल दिस थिंग्स यू हैव टू लीव ऑल दिस बियॉन्ड द फाइव बॉडीज वी आर बेसिकली लुकिंग एट दैट इजंट इट सो व्हाट इज दिस रिनंसिएशन नो रिनंसिएशन एट ऑल सो वी शुड अवॉइड दिस काइंड ऑफ रिनंसिएशन सो vairagya doesn't mean that okay rich person is not one who can buy anything but one who does not need any more okay <laughs> yes it could be that also already he owns the whole thing so what is the point i mean he can imagine a rich person will be saying you know uh, he owns the whole of island and he will say ये मेरा घर है ये मेरा घर इमेजिन गोइंग एंड टेलिंग एवरीबडी दिस सो द रिच पर्सन हु इज ऑलरेडी ओनिंग एवरीथिंग डजेंट इवन ओन एनीथिंग एज अ मैटर ऑफ फैक्ट ही वुड बी द बिगेस्ट बिकारी इन द वर्ल्ड इज इंट इट यू कैन मेक बिलियंस बाय मेकिंग फर्नीचर स्क्रू ड्राइवर फर्नीचर ओके 
do you know which is the biggest uh, agency in the world what do you call them uh, donation or some kya bolte hai na wo charitable organization in the world i mean i was shocked it is called inquar or something like that ikia yes yeah it is run by this person called ingmar pata nahi kuch kuch camrad or something like that he is owner of ikia every furniture you buy no his uh, thing becomes bigger so socho furniture banane se itna milta hai aap log kya banana chahte hain so you don't have to go to the mountains okay you can take the wood from the mountains and make furnitures also i mean you don't have to become a yoga enterprise over there you can stay in sweden and mint money also it's like that exactly what everybody does spirituality is nothing to do with all this spirituality is beyond the five bodies beyond the five guna beyond the three gunas beyond everything nothing to do with the body so if anybody is telling you i am curing or if somebody is telling you i will give you yoga lessons nothing is going to be working towards spirituality is nothing to do with spirituality it's everything to do with the body body all right so let us see what he is saying so vairagya is about removing the desires don't even desire any of those things and you can stay where you are so so he is been told now gun you have to cure your <laughs> brothers otherwise you can't go magic Sripad understood their worries and anxiety. He called his brother near him, cast a divine and a benevolent glance at them with overflowing love. And what a wonder! Instantly, instantly, their physical and mental disabilities disappeared. They became perfectly normal and also gained instantaneously the knowledge of all the Vedas and the scriptures. All were overwhelmed with joy. Sripad then blessed all of them, saying that they would have a healthy and a prosperous life. He enjoined all his brothers to serve the parents with love and devotion, and assured them all liberation in the birth itself. Ah, this is about uh, this is a very important thing. Those who are truly in spiritual have nothing to do with the families. Have nothing to do with the families. Let me give it to you. Shri Pad Shri Vallabh is not interested in his family. He is interested. He is interested in world as a family, isn't it? वासुदेव कुटुंबम वो बोलते हैं ना मेरे को नहीं आता है थोड़ा थोड़ा बोलने को लेकिन अंडरस्टैंड दैट एवरीथिंग द होल थिंग इन द वर्ल्ड इज इज कुटुंब ओनली बट व्हाई डज ही टेल इज ब्रदर टू टेक केयर बिकॉज स्पिरिचुअली परफेक्ट पीपल डोंट बॉदर अबाउट फैमिलीज दे बॉदर अबाउट वर्ल्ड एज अ फैमिली ओके यस एंड दोज हु आर ऑन द पाथ they have never been told to leave the family so shri pad shri vallabh is not telling his brothers to leave the family even if you know the vedas or the shastras or this or that no where is he ever going to tell you you go leave the family and go to some mountain somewhere and sit over there tapasya karte nahi nahi bolega so in the other book which we are doing shivaji maharaj you know remember i keep on telling you stories after stories of shivaji maharaj his guru says you cannot leave the kingdom and go away you have to be there in your kingdom and you have to rule it there are no two ways about it so being there yet being lost in the divine is the most important thing there was something which we were we were talking about at that point in time we were talking about a woman a very beautiful woman in the world all right now this lady she died in a car crash everybody knows about it she died in paris somewhere i think or in london i don't know where she died she was married to the prince of england right now everybody was singing praises about her and saying a lot of good stuff she why because she was beautiful but now think about it what is the primary duty of this person who is 100% in the material world 
the primary duty is towards her subjects isn't it as a princess tomorrow she would be the queen she would have been the queen the duty is first towards the people isn't it so this is the reason why if you are not interested in the in the kingdom or anybody and you are interested in your own personal benefit then it is not a right thing to do you have been given that position as a titular head of a state and you better take care of the position and be what you are supposed to be that is called duty isn't it so i hope you understand the word duty till you are there in the material world your duty is towards your family and all yes but the moment you are crossed over to the other side then you don't have any family at all no family the whole world is a family then you have duty towards everybody no one person so understand the difference between shri pad shri vallabh and his brothers this is what the difference is so you should never think in terms of completely different strategy till you have crossed over to the other side till you got the visa for the other country okay <laughs> there only you can go green card udhar ka shri pad shri vallabh then decided to set out in the mission he bade goodbye to his parents to his mother he said mother don't be sorry that i am leaving you now i have got a divine mission to fulfill this is one thing which i have to keep on telling every time the divine mission those who have crossed over to the other side always have a divine mission to fulfill otherwise they can in 21 days vanish they have got a choice two choices one 21 days your your pass will be over okay you have to go back to your country so visa over get lost like that you have to break your skull and not actually break it you have to not physically take some hammer and break it no you will have to do it through yogic exercises okay and then you go away or second one is your guru or your dharma will give you an idea what you are supposed to do that is the reason why he says i have got a divine mission to fulfill i have to redeem the world from the ignorance it is steeped in most of the gurus they come for this purpose alone the purpose is so that ignorance can be removed from this world so spiritual knowledge will become perfect in the world that is what they are trying to do and that is the job of a guru i have taken this birth as your son only to redeem humanity so the job is towards humanity now you understand vasudeva kutumbam why i am talking about all these things humanity you don't have personal goals sir केमन आइलैंड में अकाउंट रखने का और बिलियन डॉलर्स उधर चुपा के रखने का वो नहीं होता है दैट इज नॉट द जॉब यू कैन यू हैव टू हैव योर बिलियन डॉलर्स इन बिलियन पीपल अराउंड यू एक डॉलर मिलेगा सबको क्या फायदा सो आई हैव टू इंस्टिल इन ऑल पीपल फेथ इन गॉड एंड रिवील टू देम द डिवाइन ग्लोरी today this is the main reason why the divine will appear because faith is going away today is yuga understand this the one reason why the divine will come is so that you can instill the faith back again into god everybody is losing faith nobody wants to believe in god And that is the reason why they come he consoled all his relatives with the kindly advice and loving words and went out of sight in a trice using his yogic powers he traveled with the speed of mind and reached the holy city of banaras which is kashi instantly there he remained incognito he then went to badrikashram on a pilgrimage worshiped the deity there and then went to south he arrived at gokarna mahabaleshwar gokarna is a hallowed place it is a seat of mahabaleshwar shivalinga Shri Pad Shri Vallabh stayed there for three years, and with his presence, made it even holier place. I think we know about this that when the sages visit these places, the place becomes holier. Okay, so this last line will tell you how the place becomes holier. The sense of fifth chapter of Shri Guru 
Charitra describing the reincarnation of Lord Dattatreya Sripad Sri Vallabh. Glory be to the glory to the all merciful, the omnipresent and the ever responsive Guru Nanak. I think we can do the next one also, isn't it? Okay. Alright. Because we still have 20 minutes time. Gokarna Mahabaleshwar. Chapter 6, this chapter describes the birth of Gokarna Mahashetra. Ravana, by the merit of the great penance, earns the Atmalinga from Lord Shiva. How the Atmalinga happens to get grounded at Gokarna is described in this chapter. Now, Gokarna is the place east of Karnataka. I mean, many of you will be knowing Mahabaleshwar Gokarna. It is called, there is a Shivalinga over there which is 11 feet in length. And it is worshipped over there. Now only a little can be seen from outside. Okay. That's the place where Samrat comes from. His forefathers are from that place. Namdharak played to Siddha Yogi to t- tell him about Gokarna Mahatma. He said it must have been a great significance as it was a place chosen by Sri Patshivallab in preference to all other holy places in Bharat for his sojourn and stay. Siddha Yogi began the narration of the birth of Gokarna Atmalinga as originally related by Lord Ganesha. In the most ancient times in the Treta Yoga, there was a great Brahmin sage, Pulatsya, in the kingdom of Lanka. His wife's name was <coughs> Kaikashi. They had a son named Ravana, who was the ruler of the kingdom. Ravana had ten heads and twenty arms, and he was unusually mighty and strong. Kaikashi was a great devotee of Lord Shankara, and she offered worship to a Shivlinga every morning. This is about Sri Ram, Ravana, the story during those times. So this is during the time before Sri Krishna. Alright? <clears throat> she would not take food until she finished her worship. From her worship she would find a new and an original Shivlinga every day. If she failed in filing a new Shivlinga, she would fast for the day and from that day she would prepare a Mrithika Linga that is a Linga molded out of clay. And there he would do her worship of it. One day, as Kaikashi did not get an original Shivlinga, she was doing a worship at Nrithika Linga, which she had prepared. Ravana saw this and felt in his pride and conceit that it did not befit her. The mother of the mighty person like him to have a worship of a mere Nrithika Linga. My, my God, that is terrible. Instead of an original Shivlinga, he said he would bring down the Kailash itself with Shankara into, into Lanka for his mother's worship. Uh, incidentally, how does this Linga appear? There was one great sage, you know, he had very long hair, orange color thing he used to wear, Panduranga, our great friend, he is a great devotee of his. He had the long hairs. Okay. Now, he would remove like that one linga from his mouth, isn't it? I'm sure you have seen that. From you, uh, you can see it on YouTube if you still want to see that. Now, these lingas <laughs> are basically tiny stones, very tiny. Very tiny stones are there. They are created inside your body. By the power, it's a yogic power that you have. And this yogic power allows you to remove these lingas from inside of you. It is the same thing which is called an Atma, Atma Linga Paduka. Now, these Padukas are basically very tiny, so tiny, it is less than one inch, less than one, half an inch I think. They come from inside you, inside that sage. He will bring it out in front of people. He is not regurgitating it. So, <laughs> let us not think that first he has eaten them, pani pike, and then he will take it out. So, his mother was a great devotee of Shiva. So, she had the capacity to create this kind of Atmalingas. Tiny things. Alright? So, when Ravana sees his mother, sometimes it so happens that you are not in that state. You know, your mind is a flutter here, there. She is thinking of hundred different things. At that point in time, your prayer may not be right. I don't know. Most of you might have seen. When you stand in front of the, of your, uh, you know, where you have your God. Okay? Wherever. Whichever place that you have. Sometimes, once in a blue moon, you will find that something surges inside of you. You feel as if some waves are running inside of you. You feel as if your tears are coming out. 
there is a complete change in your posture this is spiritual fervor that you get sometimes very rarely it happens extremely rarely it doesn't happen every day okay to me it has never happened so my, i don't have much knowledge about it <laughs> okay i can say <laughs> right now it doesn't happen but you have to know this this kind of spiritual fervor appears at that point in time something happens that something is the creation of the object it can happen and this is what used to come out so otherwise the lady used to prepare a small round linga out of mud so what happens he said he would bring down the kailash itself along with shankara into lanka for his mother's worship he made a vow to the effect and set out to kailash reaching there he tried to pull out the kailash mountain i mean those who have seen arar mahadev have seen this thing he tries to lift that mountain okay for taking it to lanka the mountain began to totter the devaganas and even the goddess parvati was being tossed about even the heavens and the netherworlds became shaky and extremely panicky goddess parvati ashiva what was happening and shankara told her and ravana the son of the great devotee kaikashi was trying to put out the kailash to put it to take it away to lanka for his mother's worship he said that ravana was a great devotee of his and hence he was refraining from doing anything in that matter most of the gods you know when they have a devotee like this who is shaking him also he is not going to do anything he just sits over there peacefully and calm wo pura hila ke chhod dete imagine you standing in front of jesus and you are telling him a lot of things i mean you are crying away to glory and telling him and suddenly from jesus is i or from mother mary's i one one you know tear comes out don't you think you have actually shaken him this is what happens you will find that in most of the places in the world they have that outpouring which keeps on happening somewhere or the other this is happening because of these kind of reasons unexplained phenomena we don't know i mean those who believe in uh, people from outer space can think yes somebody from outer space invisible person is putting those things and all that jisko jo believe karne ka kar sakta but this is what actually happens <laughs> they are able to produce items they are all in the bhautik they are all in the bhutas remember bhutas means they are in these elements so what do you think is being given from some other place or what no you better have an element coming out otherwise just now can you see my invisible tears you can't no it's like the unicorn pink unicorn i don't know pink unicorn kaisa pink rehta hai unicorn hoga to pink hoga na samajh mein aaya so <laughs> unicorn itself is a invisible character he doesn't exist and still i am saying there is a pink unicorn how can i have a pink unicorn all right that their religion is based on pink unicorn by the way there is a religion based on that but this is so but in the spiritual world all kinds of things happen and these kind of things which appear also we have to take into account so he was trying to shake the mountain then what happens ha huh. He said Ravana was a great devotee of his, and hence he was refraining from doing anything in that matter. But further pleading, pleading of Parvati, Shankara intervened and pressed down merely with the toe of his right foot. We nearly crushed Ravana under the mountains. Ravana realized his folly and started praying to Shankara for his mercy and grace. In his rich musical voice, he began singing some Vedic hymns in the praise of the Lord. So, even the demons know the Sam Ved, by the way. So you better be careful. Tomorrow you may have somebody saying Rigved and then Samved and Atharvved and all those, and you will think that fellow is God or some great sage. You may have a Ramana in front of you. How do you know? Understand? So just by somebody saying a Samved doesn't make him God or doesn't make him a superhuman being. All right? So this is what you need to know. He undertook penance. He made a new musical instrument, which is yantra karma kalika, that is rudra veena, with the head, veins, and nerves, and started playing with it in the rich and the encapturing music to please the Lord. Stories are. Muska art bhi hota hai. Aaj nahi, kal. Kal join karenge tabhi bataunga main. Abhi nahi bataunga. You know, like you say, na. Agla bhag, insist me. You know, next time. It's like you have to keep that. You know. You you know when you see the serials, last scene will be you know you should go and see it in the next next day. So like that, I have to also keep that. So what is this Rudra Vida? 
so we will do it tomorrow but today we will read this chapter okay so ask me tomorrow so he was cutting off his head and offering a sacrifice in oblation to the lord it was a penance unprecedented and never undertaken by anyone even before shankara was very much moved by the devotion and austerities of ravana he appeared before ravana and told him that he would give him whatever boon he would wish for ravana prayed and wanted lord uh, kailash itself for his mother's worship shankara said it was impossible wish but he would instead give him the atmalinga which is the divine core of the lord shiva himself he said the atmalinga embodied in itself the highest divinity and whosoever worshiped it for just 3 years would himself become almost like shankara so are we going to take the next 3 years trip to gokarna this is a nice place to go for 3 years okay no no mount kailash is different way you have to go to gokarna you will get the atmalinga over there okay he however warned and cautioned that the linga should not touch the ground till it reached lanka and was enshrined there ravana was elated at winning the atmalinga but all the gods were frightened because the new power which ravana won through the possession of the atmalinga would make him the mightiest person and unconquerable even by gods and the unconquerable even by the trinity ravana had already subdued and enslaved the five elements and the navagrahas navagrahas you know no now his pride and power would have no bounds and restraint the gods started shuddering in fright and prayed to lord vishnu to save them and the world from the impending doom lord vishnu approached ganesha and took together with narada they planned out how to deprive ravana of the atmalinga chalu see you are shaking your head what we have to do this kind of things sir if you don't do this kind of things all problems will start so for every cure every one uh, you know what virus there is always a cure isn't it so like that it is so some cure all, all, always has to be there the plan was that vishnu would create an artificial dust by covering the orb of the sun with his sudarshan chakra ravana would then break the journey wherever he may be to perform his sayam sandhya ganesha would appear there like a rustic boy ravana would request ganesha to hold the atmalinga in his hands till he ravana would finish his sandhya vandana narada would then appear there and draw ravana into conversation and delay the letter in completing his sandhya vandana in the meanwhile ganesha would ground the atmalinga what kind of contorted and <laughs> ravana was still midway to lanka proudly carrying the atmalinga then suddenly dimmed down due to the contrivance of vishnu the sun dimmed down and giving the impression that it was already nearing us ravana was meticulous observer of the daily rituals and therefore was keen on doing his sandhya vandana before sunset was over but what to do with the shivlinga while doing the sandhya vandana shiva told him that it should not be kept on the ground till he reached lanka while he was in this dilemma there appeared nearby a shepherd boy playing around and who looked so guileless and innocent all gods are guileless and innocent okay don't trust them <laughs> you know even when i met my gurudev he was very guileless and innocent i didn't know who he was the strangest part was that and we uh, uh, one day we met lakshmi also she also came and she asked money and uh, imagine lakshmi asking money is such a funny thing you know think about it guileless and innocent absolutely innocent can you give me 10 rupees lakshmi coming and asking 10 rupees boss is bigger than swiss bank <laughs> or bigger than fort knox can't do that <laughs> so he was in the dilemma there okay ravana called out to the boy and pleaded with him to hold the shivlinga for him till he finished the evening oblations to the sun's deity the boy pretended that he was in a hurry to get back home as it was getting dark on ravana's father pleading the boy said to said the shivlinga seems to be too heavy for him and anyway he would hold it but ravana should return soon he said if you delay i shall lay it on the ground and go away however i shall call out to you thrice before putting it on the ground and leaving ravana placed the shivlinga in the hands of the boy hurried to the river there he was accosted by narada who went on complimenting and congratulating him for winning the atmalinga so you require a big coterie of people see to keep you engaged imagine this is what if you want to win a match you know how you have to play the match you know center forward ko pass karne ka pehle wo piche wale ne kaise baat karna you remember na oh kaisa dribble idhar 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 karke fir baad mein usko deni exactly like that you have to have a team 
already in place. So you have one great team member called Narada. So, what does he do? Narada does delay Ravana engaging him in this conversation. Before Ravana could finish his Sandhya Vandana, he heard the boy calling out to him. Ravana took it easy, but nevertheless completed the Sandhya Vandana fast and hurried back. And lo, by the time he reached back, the boy had already grounded the Shivalinga. Ravana was furious with the boy, but the boy pleaded, It was too heavy for me. Imagine looking at a small tiny boy, Ganesha. Okay, it is so heavy for me. What am I going to do? Imagine he is talking like this. And you can't even say anything to him. Think about it. I called out to you thrice. As you did not return, I couldn't help laying it on the ground. Ravana tried with all his might to pull out the Shivlinga. The more he pulled, the more firmly it was getting stuck in the ground. However, with the pull of Ravana, the linga got twisted and elongated into the shape of a cow's ear. Gokarna. Now you know why it is called Gokarna. Okay. As Karna means ear, isn't it? As it withstood the mighty strength of Ravana, the Shivlinga came to be known as Gokarna Mahabaleshwara. And the place also be known as Gokarna Mahabaleshwara. And it is deemed most holy as the Shivlinga was installed there by Lord Ganesha. The foremost of the deities and furthermore the installation was done by the insistence or instance of Lord Vishnu himself. It is said that Ravana did his severest, severest of the penances at this place only and attained all the boons from Lord Shiva. All the gods also said to have done great penances at this holy place. The power of this place has been described in detail in the Skanda Purana. Thus ends the sixth chapter of Sri Guru Charitra describing how the Atmalinga of Shiva found the habitation at Gokarna and made it one of the holiest spots in the land. Glory be to the all-merciful, the omnipresent and the ever-responsive Guru Nath. So, we shall do this tomorrow, Gokarna Stala Mahatmya. Alright? So, if you have any questions related to the last two chapters, you can ask me.